Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Powers, and you are listening to Mining Stock Education. And in today's show, it's going to be a little different than most shows, which is the interview format. I'm actually going to be playing some highlights from a live investor summit that Carrie Lutz of the Financial Survival Network and I hosted for one of our sponsors, U.S. Gold Corp. Presenting during that live investor summit was the 52nd Secretary of the U.S. Interior, under the Trump administration, that being the Honorable Ryan Zinke. And uh, although Ryan wasn't the only presenter, Ed Carr, CEO of U.S. Gold Corp., was also a presenter. I'm just going to be playing the highlights from what Secretary Zinke shared during this Live Investor Summit. You're going to be hearing me ask Secretary Zinke questions, a number of questions that came in from the live attendees. So I hope you enjoy Secretary Zinke's uh, thoughts. He addresses mining in America, as well as uh, his perspective on that and his role with the company, U.S. Gold Corp., and how he sees U.S. Gold Corp. advancing its projects and how that fits in with what is occurring in the mining sector within the U.S. So without any further ado, let's jump right into it. I look at the three things, fundamentals. One is geology, leadership, and lastly, timing. You know, clearly, the U.S. Gold Corp. has exciting geology. Uh, and we have a great team of geologists that have done the, this type of analysis uh, in detail and before. And I'm very confident uh, about the geology. Uh, the leadership, uh, the core leadership is experience. Uh, they've done a number of, of projects. Uh, larger than, than this. This is a, a, a solid team. And lastly, timing. Uh, in this uh, area where a lot of the mining concerns have been under pressure, uh, certainly the administration uh, has looked at the regulatory framework uh, to recalibrate. I don't think there's any administration ever in the history of a country has, that has done more on reconfiguring the regulatory scheme so it does look at uh, the environmental mitigation but it also is make sure that the the regulatory framework is fair uh, there's a process involved and it's timely uh, the market uh, looking at the market we're in a strong economy we think we're going to be in a strong economy in the next at least uh, through this administration uh, in the next term. And lastly, balance sheet. Uh, this company has a solid uh, balance sheet. You know, this given in the background of nationally, the president released a critical minerals uh, report with when I was formerly uh, interior. Uh, that report looked at our nation's capability when it and when it comes to mining, uh, it's been challenging over the last couple decades. We've seen the coal industry on, on mining have enormous pressure. Uh, some of our uranium uh, it extended across the spectrum. Uh, that is a national uh, issue of national strategic importance to make sure we have a robust uh, mining capability, not only in critical minerals, but minerals used for manufacturing. And certainly as a nation, we don't want to be held hostage uh, by foreign entities for our critical minerals and those minerals that are used in, in manufacturing, et cetera. 
Along with that, the core competency as in Wyoming, for instance, enormous pressure on, on coal. Wyoming's very excited uh, about that find uh, in, in Wyoming. Uh, the, uh, the government is working hand in hand. Their balance sheet as a state has, has been under enormous pressure uh, as of recent because of the diminishing coal uh, demand. We think we can be very helpful in mitigating some of that pressure uh, on expanding the opportunity in Wyoming. Nevada has always been a mining state and, and remains so on both sides of the aisle. Uh, very supportive of the mining industry, as well as there's there's mines logistically that are operating in the area, so it's a it's a good fit. I'm excited uh, looking at again the geology as a as a geologist from University of Oregon. Uh, the, Dave and the team has has looked at this. Uh, I've reviewed the analysis of it. We we think we're in a very very strong position. And uh, I, I think looking at the accessibility uh, and where the, the plays are, uh, relatively straightforward, uh, which, is, which is great. So I'm excited to be a part of the team. I think it was mentioned before, uh, I just like to win. And a smaller cap company that does have the right leadership, strong balance sheet, good geology, and and uh, what I think is to be an extraordinarily great future and, and run. Excited to be a part of the team. Uh, okay, and I'm, I'm looking forward to questions. All right, at this time, we are All going right. to field some questions. Uh, this is Bill Powers, Secretary Zinke. There's been a number of questions that have been submitted. Question, with the gold mining mergers and acquisitions, how do you see this cycle impacting your projects? From- I, I think as far as, as far as, you know, the industry itself, there has been a lot of mergers. You know, it, it is resource intensive. Uh, there has been a number of challenges, you know, worldwide on 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 mines and, and, and mining companies, uh, particularly in Brazil that have that have been under pressure from not following best practices, best science um, and, and, and not looking at the risk portfolio. I think that separates out. Uh, U.S. Gold Corp is uh, we have a team that that fully understands the necessity to have, make sure we have best practices, use best science uh, for the longest term, greatest good, and look at the the fundamentals of the geology, and then make sure the mining plan and and everything involved in that we don't skip steps. We go through the process. Uh, we make sure we have local. Uh, support local and state support. We make sure that we go out and talk to the ranchers. We make sure we talk to the the, the, the folks around, and we make sure we do it right. And I can't overemphasize doing it right. That means we don't skip any steps. Uh, we make sure we mitigate any environmental concerns, and we work with the team to make sure that that U.S. Gold Corp uh, is elevated as the gold standard. Pardon the pun. Of the industry. Secretary Zinke, a question for you is, uh, investor wants to know, what will be your role uh, with the Copper King project in Wyoming? Could you elaborate? And what will be your role with the Keystone project? Uh, Ma'am, my role is a, as a senior advisor. Uh, 
you know, I have a degree in geology, and as a former state senator, congressman, and 52nd Secretary of Interior, I think there are few people that understand the process uh, more than I do about how to get from A to B to C and all the way through to have a successful project uh, of, of this nature. Um, in Wyoming, um, Montana, uh, Wyoming's a great state and certainly been, been hit hard on the economics because of the diminishing coal uh, market. And, they're, and miners are really, really good people. So uh, being able to talk to people, look at make sure we have the, the right set of skills uh, necessary to, to go forward, make sure we don't skip any steps, uh, to make, and make sure that we go out and, and talk to the local community, uh, talk to state officials uh, to make sure that, that we're transparent, they understand what our goals are, um, and you know, be part of the leadership team to make sure the the balance sheet is strong, uh, to make sure our investor base uh, is well informed, uh, that we're transparent uh, about where we're at and in the business development model. But uh, I'm I'm happy and, and excited to be a part of the team. I have absolute full confidence in in Ed and the team. I was I was asked to join and delighted to be a part of it. Secretary Zinke, this question is for you. When you were the Secretary of the Interior, was gold spoken of as a critical metal, and and or what discussions did you have about the gold mining industry as Secretary of the Interior? Well, gold is not considered a critical mineral per se, uh, but there's a lot about the mining industry that are components. Uh, of a healthy and robust mining industry, uh, you know, best practices, uh, new techniques. Uh, to a degree, Australia has has led the world most recently in promulgating what I would say cutting edge technology, and we can be a beneficiary of that technology. And we don't have to reinvent the wheel, uh, but certainly having a robust mining industry in the U.S. was talked about a lot at the, at the highest level uh, to make sure that, again, as a, as a nation, we're not held hostage, uh, whether it's from copper or, 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 or gold or, or any critical mineral. As a former Navy SEAL, you know, in regards to critical minerals, uh, there is as, as dozens of critical minerals that are required even to outfit a single SEAL or special operations uh, personnel on the battlefield. And in many cases, China has, has monopolized a lot of the resources, either the mines themselves or the market. And so having a healthy mining industry and using best practices, cutting edge science, I think is, is a component of having a, a overall healthy mining industry and gold has its has its play. Uh, gold has very similarity, a lot of similarity in, in, in the mining techniques as other minerals. But being able to look at the techniques of the, the different uh, the different industry components and make sure you have the right skill, uh, not only in the geology as an exploration company, but make sure that you have the right skill on those that are drilling 
the, the sites themselves. And it does take a lot of skill. That's why I'm, I'm excited about the leadership team. Uh, we work very, very hard. I, I'd say we work as, as, as hard as any SEAL team I've been on to make sure, A, we do it right, to make sure we look at the, the cutting-edge technology and techniques uh, that are out there, and we implement those techniques, one, to control costs, uh, but also to get better results. So, you know, overall, uh, mine industry is, ta is taking some, some hits in the, in the last decade, uh, but it is cyclic. And I, I think with, with better techniques and, again, incorporating the best technology in the industry, whether it's U.S. technology or looking at Australian technology and the pace and the tailings, and even when you're doing, doing exploratory holes, that's an important aspect of U.S. Gold Corp. And uh, many of us uh, have been around the world. We've traveled a lot. We're familiar with the mining industry. And when we come across a, a great technique, uh, we're willing to adopt that. Uh, what I would what I would say for for greater good of the industry as a whole. Secretary Zinke, the follow up question is: Do you think that gold could be considered a critical metal in the sense that it's it adds to the economic security of the United States because it is considered money? Well, it is an argument uh, that is certainly you know those that that deal with portfolio management look at diversity and gold is uh, you know one of those key key components of a portfolio to a degree mitigates the risk of economic downturns um, back and forth you know our nation it, itself uh i would i would rack and stack gold uh probably below you know lithium cobalt and and some of the the hot minerals that are being used for the energy sector. But but gold has been a stable, and I, I don't see gold uh, going away, uh, not in my lifetime or my, or my grandchildren's lifetime. So I, I think as far as the stability of the market, gold certainly uh, has, it, has, it, has its role. And those companies that mine well uh, have succeeded. And a lot, of, a lot of it is controlling costs. Uh, and, and make sure that when you look at a project, you you do a very detailed assessment of of the geology. Uh, you make sure you have a great leadership team uh, in place, and and lastly, uh, it does the overall federal and state governments do they support that activity? Uh, in in this case, with the Trump administration, there's no doubt that mining and having a robust mining industry is part of the, the agenda at, at the top of the leadership. And in, in the case of Nevada and Wyoming, both traditionally a strong mining state uh, with, 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 with good support, both at the private and public levels. Uh, one more follow-up question, Secretary Zinke. If Trump is not reelected in 2020 and you get a, a Democratic president that's not as uh, less restrictive in terms of overseeing the U.S. Secretary of the Interior the way you did, could that hinder uh, greatly some of U.S. Gold Corp's projects? You know, it's hard to say uh, in Nevada, in a state that's very pro, you know, Wyoming, uh, I don't think there's much risk uh, either way in, in, in Wyoming on, on, on copper. You know, there's always, 
you know, policy at the highest level, uh, when a policy is made, how much does that trickle down uh, to a specific project? You know, uh, certainly I'm very supportive of, of the administration. I, I think the reset on a lot of issues, uh, trade, um, our trade imbalance, you know, our, our ability to access uh, resources on public land, uh, provided you do it right and you follow the rules and, and you mitigate the environmental impacts and all those things and multiple use of properties, making sure you have local and state support. I think the fundamentals uh, remain strong regardless of which administration. You know, I prefer uh, the Trump administration because I was a part of it and I, and I, and I agree with where the president uh, has, has placed his priorities. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm fairly confident uh, that that uh, these projects uh, won't be severely affected, uh, and I'm fairly confident, quite frankly, that the, the president uh, will, will get reelected. What influence, if any, do you see on the Keystone project from the Barrick Newmont joint venture, um, Nevada Gold Mines? Um, you know, there is an influence because it's. You know, it's close by. The proximity is close. Certainly, you know, I think they're looking at at resources. You know, every mine has a beginning and end uh, based on resources. Uh, for those operations in close proximity, I'm sure they're looking at it very closely uh, to, to to look at uh, the proven reserves, uh, the economics of it, as their play eventually uh, diminishes on available resources you know it makes sense in many ways for an adjacent concern uh to look at nearby assets without and 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 incorporating the infrastructure they have in place so i i think you know it works in our our favor to have operating concerns and interests uh, within close proximity uh so to the degree you're not you're not too far isolated with mining it's just not only mine itself it's it's making sure you you have the infrastructure in place uh to move the material to where it's going to be processed um and in in cases where where you're isolated you know that becomes you know more problematic um so i i think it works in u.s gold corp's favor to have interests uh particularly in 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 keystone near nearby well, and as Ed has pointed out, is that in the, in the analogy of an elk, if you're looking at a enormously large elk, uh, sometimes it's better to hunt uh, closer to a road so you can get it out. At what stage would you look at bringing on a JV partner? And in Nevada, typically, when do you see exploration companies partnering with the major gold companies? And you know, I quite- would say uh, that yeah this is why a leadership team is so critically important uh because joint ventures junior or senior partners has to be a, a good match it has to be a good match for shareholder value uh for the culture uh of it and also you want to make uh, have a good match between the leadership and make sure you have common objectives and in, in goals and that's why you know at the heart of it uh i mentioned you have to have great good geology 
And but the leadership portion of it is so critical to have the right team to make sure that shareholder value uh, is looked at in terms of making sure the team uh, is well suited to the task that has the right resources, uh, conducts the right the right practices, uses best science, and if a partner or a joint venture uh, should appear, making sure that match is, is well vetted and in the interest of the, of the shareholder. Well, in some of the background of the industry as a whole, as you have mergers, uh, some of the mergers have carried with it the legacy projects that have liability from either environmental liability, from reclamation, uh, to lawsuits, uh, you know, on these previous mining techniques uh, that, you know, mining itself, the industry has, has evolved. So how mining techniques were used in the turn of last century, uh, the use of arsenic, the use of, of, of toxic chemicals, the treatment of it, the, 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 the environmental impact and downside it, uh, some of the, of the balance sheets have an enormous amount of liability. Uh, looking forward, you know, U.S. Gold Corp doesn't really share that, that doesn't have that liability on legacy projects. So that's why uh, we look at the cutting-edge techniques, uh, even on exploration holes uh, and, and mining plans to make sure that we don't carry that long-term liability. And that's why the making sure we're, we're cutting edge, look at proven techniques, using best science. You know, that's, that's the part of the U.S. Gold Corp legacy that we bring to the table. Is we, we don't have the burden uh, that has, to a degree, I think, adversely affected uh, the mining industry, you know, certainly from a narrative and a PR uh, point of view. You know, I'm from Montana, and you know, uh, a lot of people still look at at Butte, Montana, as as how not to do it. Uh, we're not in that in that in that position, and that's a good thing for U.S. Gold Corp. Investor writes: U.S. Gold benefits from a very accomplished and talented management team and board, with emphasis on ESG. What do you think the mining industry can do better to demonstrate its commitment to environmental stewardship, and how can U.S. Gold play a role to change public perceptions of extractive industry? Well, I, I would say the mining industry, you know, pursuant to the earlier conversation on legacy, you know, from a, from a Montana who grew up, you know, the mining techniques of the past, you know, have created, you know, a, a lot of problems today in reclamation. There's somewhere in the order of maybe 1,500 or 2,000 mines that have yet to be reclaimed that still have you know toxins and a number of cleanups so i think the mining industry itself uh needs to reflect on the modern techniques uh needs to reflect on on how technology similar to the oil and gas uh revolution in this country uh looking at the best techniques the using the best science i think it's an important aspect of it and also not, you know, on national scale, we don't, we don't ever want to be held hostage for you know, critical minerals or not have the capacity for copper, iron, gold, and, and for the, the key components of, of mining. 
So I, I think to a degree, you know, the environmental movement has certainly, I think, put a highlight on some of the, the earlier practices. Uh, and, and, and America's responded. Uh, and I think the mining community uh, ha, has, has responded. It's not just about jobs. It's making sure you do the job right. Yeah. And um, the asker wrote in and said environmental and social governance is what ESG stands for. And, and uh, on the social side, this is why it's so critically important uh, to make sure you have local community and state support. Uh, you know, I've seen projects where you know, well-funded projects will go in and they really don't have the, the local support. Some of it's lack of transparency. Uh, some of it's not, not uh, working uh, with the local communities, not, not working with the Indian tribes, not looking at the cultural aspects of, of, of the project. So, you know, that, that I would say critically important. Uh, to look at where the project is and cast a wide net uh, to talk to local people, make sure you're transparent, uh, look at the, 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 the data and, and, the, and the project as a team uh, rather than uh, the mining concern and everyone else. Uh, this, is, this is where you know, I've seen some great projects uh, over, over my, my tenure and I've seen some projects that that could have been great, but it was they were uh, fumbled and mishandled because they didn't take the time to, to do the process right, and they didn't put the resources behind it to make sure that you you do communicate uh, with all the stakeholders. Question for Mr. Zinke: In your opinion, do you think that the general perception of gold amongst Americans and its historical basis of value? could change to the positive and therefore the future share price of U.S. gold would uh, benefit from it? Well, a lot of people just love gold and, uh, and I'm one of them. <laughs> so, uh, so I, you know, uh, gold, the price has ebbed and flowed some of it, you know, in times of, of instability, you know, gold tends to rise, uh, but I, I think I think gold has been over over time to be a, a solid investment, and and certainly uh, gold remains uh, the standard, you know, you know, worldwide for a, for a lot of reasons. So I, I think a lot of it has has to do with uh, continuing to explore and to continue to look at the right and left boundaries of the find to continue to do the assessment of what the deposit looks like in detail uh that then transcends to the ability to go to the, go to the market and and look at the options whether you're gonna as ed talked about before you know the options are you can always joint venture there's advantages and disadvantages to that you can go it alone it requires uh capital or you can you know outright sell that those value decisions, a lot of it has to do with what is the deposit, what is the geology, in the case of U.S. Gold Corps, both in Wyoming and, and Nevada, very, very positive, very confident uh, geology. So that works in our favor. Certainly the leadership uh, part that has, has looked at the balance sheet continues to, to have great fundamentals. Uh, and lastly, looking at the market, 
uh, and what's the future of gold mining. Uh, I think it has been cyclic. But I, I do think the mining industry itself can, can play a role of making sure the public relations and, and folks understand that we're not uh, a, a Berkeley pit uh, type of operation in the latter part of last century. This is a this is a different uh, techniques and and mining has evolved too. This question is as technology continues to advance and gold deposits become easier to find, do you worry gold will flood the market and therefore lose its value? So it's a question beyond just U.S. Gold Corp as a company. Well, and I would say to Ed's point that the the easy uh, access to gold uh, primarily has as that phase has been completed globally, uh, with the possible exception of, as I was reading the paper yesterday, a couple was out walking their dog named Lucky in Australia and came upon a 20, 20 ounce gold nugget. Uh, wow. I don't think that happens a lot, but I, I think now we're looking at the accessibility of where the gold is. Gold is still rare. Uh, geologically speaking, uh, gold is rare. Uh, and when you have a deposit of, uh, you need to do an analysis of this size, uh, then I, I think you're always going to be in a good position. Thank you for listening to this Mining Stock Education Podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded investors. Visit us on the web at miningstockeducation.com for more resources on precious metals and natural resource investing. At our website, you can also sign up for our free newsletter for interview transcripts, stock picks, and more. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.